Welcome to The Honest Pour with John Lennart, where we go beyond the bottle to connect you with the people and places that make each wine so unique. Sarah Dionisio married into the world of wine. Her husband, Antonio Lopez Ribeiro, literally grew up in the vineyard where his family had been making wine for local sales for generations. It wasn't until the year 2000 that the couple began their brand, Casa de Miraz. Using organic and biodynamic practices since the 1990s, the couple has been making natural wine since before it was cool. Then, while widely publicized fires ravaged Napa Valley in 2017, an even more devastating, though less publicized, fire ripped through the Dow region of Portugal. Sadly, the couple experienced devastating losses. Gone were the house Antonio was born in, a warehouse full of wine stores and swaths of vineyards. Not to be held down, Sarah and Antonio began to rebuild. I sat down and talked with Sarah about these efforts and, of course, to taste some delicious wines. This episode of The Honest Pour is sponsored in part by Foodeter.com, bringing you the stories of Chicago's chefs, restaurants, and people who make food all over town. Foodeter.com. Hi, welcome to The Honest Pour. I'm John Lennart. Joining me today is Sarah Dionisio of Antonio Lopez Ribeiro Wines. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. How did you get involved in wine? Well, uh, my husband, he, he was born in the middle of the vineyards, exactly in the middle of the vineyards in a small village called Morage, that it's in the down region, center north of Portugal. And the family of my husband, they were farmers for many generations. They, they produce uh, wine only to sell locally without a brand. And so also, just come to the winery, bring your bottle, yes, we fill like, your bottle, and yes, you go. Yes, yes. Uh, a little like the most part of the families uh, in the down um, before. They, they, all the people who had some land, they produce wine, they produce a bit of olive oil, they had some vegetables, they had animals also. And, uh, and my husband, he was born in the, in the, the, the house, in the first floor was the house, and in the ground floor, there was the cellar. And my husband, he was born in the first floor in December, and at that time, the wines were still fermenting mm-hmm. <laughs> in the ground floor, and he was almost born. Born with he, wine. Yes, with wine. And how many generations had the family been making wine there? Well, for many generations, but it was a very, uh, well, uh, because this, uh, the wine in Portugal, it's a very uh, ancient culture. All the people, they produce some wine. This is, uh, this is part of our culture. Mm-hmm. And wine in Portugal, it, it was part of the nourriture of the people, yes. Uh, and, uh, but the, the project with, with a brand, uh, it was start only with me and my husband in 2000. So you didn't sell commercially outside of just to the locals no, until the year 2000? No, it was only to local, to local people. And for many years, uh, since the beginning of the 70s and the late 90s, we were also selling the grapes that were already organic sure. to the cooperative for to conventional wines. Yeah. Yes. And do you grow all organic? Yes, since the, the 90s. Since my, the 90s, yes. converted to organics. Yes. But even before, it was not exactly organic, but uh, before, the most part of the work was or- organic because they used only natural things. They didn't use any, any chemicals for, for in the past. Mm-hmm. Yes, my husband, for example, when he was uh, younger, he remembers to work in the vineyards with cows. 
there was no tractor. Sure. You remember to work with, uh, with the cow. Yes. Wow. Talk to me about the down. Yes. What, 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 what's special about the wines that come from there? Well, the down, it's one of the oldest uh, wine regions in Portugal. Uh, and it's, uh, in my opinion, it's one of the best wine regions areas because Why? it's, well, we, we, we are uh, between mountains in center north of Portugal. Uh, the climate, uh, it's a very special climate uh, because we have like, um, it's uh, in the summertime, we can have like high temperatures during the day, but it's cool all the time in the night. And this is perfect for the, the maturation and the ripeness of, of the grapes. We can have big difference between the, the day and the night more, for example, for 35 to like 10, 12 during the night, and this is perfect for the, the 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 acidity of the wines. The wines from the down they have a very good acidity. Uh, they are fresh. They are very elegant. Also, uh, it's a region that where we have a lot of biodiversity. Uh, it's not only monoculture. Of sure, it's wine. not just grape for no, just one no, type no. of grape. It's a lot of of biodiversity. We have the vineyards are. Eden in the in the in the middle of the forest, um, it's very beautiful, and this makes a, it's a very special place. Uh, and this this diversity, uh, I think, ref, reflects a lot in the wines also. The soil it's mainly granite that it gives a lot of minerality in the wines. We have big rocks of granite, uh, more white granite or more blue granite. Um, and um, well, we have some altitude, but the down, it's also, it's not, well, the down, it's not exactly all the same. We have, in the down, we have different sub-regions. Uh, we, uh, Casa de Morage, we are more in the, in the sub-region of Besteiros, that it's one of the sub-regions more uh, close to the Atlantic. Even okay. if we have a mountain that protects us from the Atlantic, but we are in the more uh, west, 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 yes. west part of the down. And we have, for example, there are producers that are in the opposite, that are more close to uh, Serra da Estrela Mountain, that are right. more in the east part of the down. Mm -hmm. And it's changing a, a little between the different uh, wine, uh, wine um, uh, sub-regions of the down. Our sub-region, it's, it's as uh, usually, it's one of the coolest in terms of Coolest not only in the temperature, but with more uh, water, more a little more humidity. Okay. Yes, very good for the white wines. Uh, our region was very, uh, very famous before because of the whites from Tondela were very, very good. But even now for the reds, we can have very fresh reds. Uh, it's a very... Tell me a little bit about your vineyards, your vineyards specifically. Yes. How much land do you have? Well, How much production? Uh, in the down, uh, we have 25 hectares now, and uh, but spread in different parcels. Okay. It's not exactly one parcel because sure. the property in the down usually it's it's small. Mm -hmm. uh, the most part of the farmers they have small parcels. Uh, it's very it's it's very unique to have a big farm with. A, this is not very typical in the right. down. Um, and we have, for example, we have some parcels with half an hectare. The biggest parcel we have has five hectares. Okay. Yes, but in the total, it's twenty-five spread in different uh, in different uh, terroirs, not exa all exactly the same. Uh, and we have also a farm, a small farm with five hectares, 
uh, that we rent for several years in another sub-region that it's in Santar area, that it's more or less uh, uh, 20 minutes by car Top from Moraes, that it's also a very uh, good place because the, the soil there, it's very, it's granite, but it's very white and sandy. Mm. Uh, very, very nice. But we have in total 25 hectares in the down. And are you growing typical Portuguese where you have a lot of different yes. types of varieties growing yes, right next yes, to one yes, another? Yes, yes, Well, we have uh, the most part of our vineyards are co-planted. Uh, a big part, they were co-planted, they were planted by my father-in-law. Uh, I don't know, like for example, this wine, it's uh, from three, four parcels, when where he planted all these grape varieties that are, are uh, written here. Um, at that time, the, the, the tradition was to make the blend in the vineyard, uh, and they select a couple of grapes to make the structure of the mm. wine, like the Malvasia Fina, Bical, Encruzado, they plant in more quantity. And after they, they, they plant some others, like Social Branco, Barcelo, Rabo da Ovelha, Fernão Pires, Mavazia Rei, Uvacão, Tamarias, and much more. Yeah, all those and, wine grapes that Americans yes, hear and their eyes yes. start spinning. And this was a, a little to, to give a little more spiciness or a little more uh, a sweetness or, uh, and it's, it was, well, it's a bit like, uh, I like to think like uh, when we are cooking, we have the main ingredients and after we have the spices. Sure. And I think this is more or less the same. But, but in, made in the vineyard. In the vineyard, yes. And it's important also, another aspect that for me I think it's very interesting, it's that uh, the, the wine before was part of the nourriture of the people in Portugal. It was, uh, it was very important for the people. And when we have such a diversity in the same vineyard, we we are much more resistant against some diseases like mildew or, sure. or for example, in the blossom time, it's very important that we don't have rain because if we have rain in the blossom, we can lose a lot. And when we have such, such a diversity of, of grapes, they are not exactly at the same time in the blossom time and some can... Uh, can um, it's they can resist more and they can all the years they can have something they have sure even if That's... we have one grape only if we have a problem we can lose everything I have some vineyards that for example in one hectare I can have like 30 different grape wow. varieties white and red all mixed and this is a unique thing uh, and I, I think it's beautiful to make these wines that uh, we pick all together, they co-ferment in the same tank, and they create, it's like a piece of art, it's like a music, uh, it's, it's a symphony with all these different grapes, like some different instruments that they are playing together since the beginning when they are doing the fermentation, and they create something that it's unique and it's a piece of art, in my That's opinion. Beautiful. It's beautiful. So, and you started in 1990 with your husband? Yes, we started. How old are the vineyards? Uh, well, we, it's different because we have vineyards with 100 years old, uh, we have vineyards with uh, 60 years old, and we also plant some younger vineyards. We have vineyards with uh, 50 years old also, and we have vineyards that we plant like last year. Well, we're going to get to that ago. in a minute. Okay. So, yeah, so, so you had these old vineyards making these wines in that traditional way where you're, yes. you're, you're co-fermenting yes. and field blending. You had a fire. 
What happened? Well, we had in, in 2017, after the harvest, we had a very good harvest in 2017. We finished, um, well, the first days of October. And in 15 October, there was a huge fire in Portugal, in all the central north of Portugal. That destroyed. So your, your, your harvest was done then? It was done. Uh, fortunately, all the, wines was, were in. all the wines were in the cellar because already. Because we had Napa, we had that fire. Yes, I, I know. And it the, was the at the wines, same time, right. more or less. And yeah. the wines weren't all done ah, okay. or not all in yet yeah. yes so so you had this huge fire yes but we we had already all the all the wines in the cellar already because uh we finished the harvest in the the first days of um, of uh, of uh, october uh, it was one of the the vintage where we need to to harvest more earlier mm -hmm. Some people, they start the, to ar the harvest in August, in the down, that it's not unusual, typical. Right. Uh, no, it's very unusual. But uh, it was very hot, 2017, and uh, uh, we, we finished, I think, we finished even uh, uh, even at the, the last days of September, we had already all all in the in the winery. And after the 15, the 15 October, it was very, very hot. Uh, and a huge fire starts. We had a, a kind of a storm with a lot of wind, very strong winds. And they, the, the firemen, they couldn't stop the fire when mm. it was possible to stop it. Mm -hmm. Because it was not only one fire, it Spread was three, fast, three yeah. fires. And after they, 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 they found these different fires, they found each other and create a huge fire that was completely impossible to stop. And a lot of people died. Uh, we lost, uh, well, we lost uh, more than 50% of our vineyards were affected by the fire. 50%? 50%, yes. The winery? Um, the winery, no, but the, the warehouse was totally destroyed. Mm. We lost a lot of wine in stock in bottles. Sure. We lost thousands of bottles. The, the house where my husband was born was also completely destroyed. Oh. A lot of factories were destroyed and a lot of other producers suffer with the, sure. with the fire. Uh, well, it was a big tragedy, yes. It was a big tra tragedy. And now we are in this moment that we need to rebuild again because these 25 hectares that I told you, now they are not producing. Right. Uh, we, for example, this last vintage 2018, we had 18% uh, uh, of what we have like usually. Nothing. Yes, it's nothing. So are you bringing grapes in from elsewhere? Or are you just bottling no, what you can grow? No, we, we, what we, we were trying to see, it's to, to uh, well, some vineyards, they, 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 they were affected, but they could, they survived. Sure. Even if they are not producing yet, but they will be producing mm -hmm. because we, we were seeing that they are alive. They are still alive. And after we have some vineyards that were completely destroyed and we need to replant. Oh, you lost entire yes, vineyards. Yes, and we need to replant. And after we have some, and this is very good, that are especially the old vineyards where the rootstock is still alive. The, the, the plant uh, in the Aharian part mm -hmm. is dead, but the rootstock is alive. That means that we can graft with our own varietal. Sure. And we can graft in one, two years, we'll be these vineyards back, producing back again. So just you wait a few years to bring yes, yourselves back. We need to. What was that process time. like having to, to literally rebuild these? You know, generations old vineyard. What was that like? What was that? Was that emotional for your oh husband? Oh my God! My husband was uh, uh, was completely destroyed for 
Well, he had not a lot of time to think about it because my husband, when we, when we heard about the fire, it was at night, we were already in bed, and someone phoned us telling me that the vineyards were, were burning, the warehouse were burning, the house were burning. And my husband uh, uh, went to the, the warehouse and he could save one part of the stock because when he arrived, this was all uh, in fire. But he started to, 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 to try to, to, to stop the fire. And he, he, he did, uh, he, he stopped the fire with land because there was no water. Mm -hmm. And he avoided that the fire destroy all the stock. Wow. For my husband, it was part of him that was destroyed also. Yeah. He couldn't go to the, to the vineyards and to see the house where he was born for several weeks he couldn't go there he couldn't even get there huh no 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 because for him it's so painful that he couldn't uh, oh i see go there well but uh, but at the same time uh, we are after we 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 needed to to re uh, to You'd survive survive and move on and, move on. and uh, also it was very important a lot of people uh, Try to help us, and this gave us a lot of uh, uh, a lot of uh, strength, uh, uh, strong uh, strength, strength, strength yeah. to 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 uh, to to continue and uh, sure. And uh, now it's a lot of work that we have to do. We have to plant and replant and graft and rebuild. But we are going to do it, uh, well, step by step. Fortunately, in the meantime, you still have some production. Yes, I still have some production because we had the, 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 the stock in, 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 the, in the cellar was okay. It was not affected. And we still have wine in stock, fortunately, and we can continue to work. And we have also our project in the Vinho Verde and in the Douro Valley. And in these areas, uh, we had no fire. And this okay. is also good for us because we have some stock to sell. Into sure. Until the moment to, to, to uh, have more or less the same uh, production in the down, we still have stock in the other regions and we have vineyards there that we can move on. Great. Should we taste some wine? Yes, of course. Of Great. Course. What should we start with? Well, we can start with white, with Casa de Moraes White 2015, at the field blend, with, well, nine grapes that are written in the front label, but we have more grapes. It's mm -hmm. more or less, uh, in total, we have 15 different grapes. 15 different grapes. In this wine, yes. And is this all from one single vineyard? No, it's from like four or five uh, vineyards mm -hmm. that all were planted like this. Uh, and uh, make, we make, usually we make uh, 10,000 liters, 15,000 liters. That depends on the okay. year. But for example, this wine, one of the vineyards, it's the vineyard where my husband was born. Uh -huh. It's from these old vineyards planted by my father-in-law in the 60s. And it's a field blend. With all these grape varieties that are written in the front label, we decide to put the name of the the main varieties in the front label. To uh, that way, the people they could understand a little better uh, sure. this wine, because for people from that are not from Portu Portugal, sometimes it's difficult to to imagine a wine with all these varieties. Yeah, yeah. Yes, but here we have Malzvazia Fina, Bical, and Encruzado. 
that are more dominant in the vineyards. Okay. And after we have the other grapes like Tamariz, Fernão Pires, Malvas e Rei, Rabo de Ovelha and others. Oh, don't worry. It's all, it's all Portuguese. Yes. It's delicious. Don't worry about the names. That are also <laughs> there in less quantity. And when we harvest, we harvest all together at the same time. It's a big challenge to decide the, the date of the harvest. Sure, because, because you got everything's different. Yes, and we have to find a, a moment where they are more or less balanced. in harmony. Because they are not exactly ripe at the same time. But we harvest all together, then they, they, we put the grapes in the... Well, we, we de-steam first, we press, and they ferment all together. Wow. It's natural fermentation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, when it finished the fermentation, sometimes the fermentation takes a couple of months. Uh, and when we finish the fermentation, we put some sulfide, sulfites uh, in small doses. Mm-hmm. And the, fine, uh, the wine uh, stays uh, with the fine leaves for several months. In this case, in this 2015, it was more than one year in the fine leaves in stainless steel only. Well, the, the nose on this is really complex. I mean, yes. it's beautiful. There's, there's, there's that kind of Riesling-like petroleum, petroleum. There's beeswax. There's flowers. There's stone yes. fruit. There's a nice, a nice minerality yes, to this yes, wine. Yes. Really complex on the nose. Very beautiful. Yes. Mm. And I think we have also a lot. Well, the the the, the granite, the soil uh, that it's important, and the, the the most part of that the, these vineyards they are very old already. Um, and the, the roots are very deep on the, uh, in the soil, and we feel all this minerality that it's coming from, uh, from the soil. And also the acidity, it's very, very good. Mm, very uh, bright. Yes, very good acidity, acidity, a lot of freshness, but we have also this structure and some more, uh, more texture uh, that it's also related because the wine stays in the, with the fine leaves for leaves, yeah. a lot of time. And I think it's a, it's a beautiful one that can age very, very well. I bet this would age beautifully with that yes, bright acidity. Yes, yes, yes. And that, that, like you said, that texture, that body. Yes. I think this gives everything to something that could age quite long, but drinks beautifully right now. This yes. isn't a wine that needs to be laid down. Yes, this is yes, a, yes. A, a stunning wine as it, on its own. There's lemon and lime on the palate. There's that fresh limestone. Yes. That bright acidity comes through, and then that, that texture from the leaves. Yes. Terrific. What's next? Well, next we are going, uh, maybe we, we change now for, to the, the Vigno Verde region to okay. taste our, our red. Okay. From Vigno Verde. A red from Vigno Verde. Yes, yes. People yes. don't expect that. It's... Yes, but, it, but the, the Vigno Verde region, it's a very big region. Uh, and, uh, in the past, it was, uh, we had more red grapes there than white. Now it's more popular because of the white wines. But we still have a lot of, of red uh, wines there. But usually the most part of the, the, the reds, they, they, the, the market is very local. Sure. Because the Vigno Verde, well, the reds usually have a, a lot of acidity and they are a bit special and it's, it's not, they are not easy to, to drink. And okay. for someone that it's not used to this kind of reds, it's a bit difficult. This is uh, our, our re, uh, our, uh, like, uh, our interpretation of a Vigno Verde red. Okay. Because this is not the typical Vigno Verde. This is Verde, not the typical. The okay. typical Vigno Verde red. The typical Vigno Verde red, it's so astringent ah, that we drink very it. Very hard to drink. Hard to drink. And we drink uh, locally with very special food like uh, 
like arroz, arroz de cabidela, that is, that is a rice cooked with, with a rice, uh, chicken rice, but okay. cooked in the blood. Okay, in the blood, okay. Yes, that it's a very strong... Uh, so you need a strong wine yes, to stand up to yes, that strong yes. flavor. But we try to make... A, 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 our vineyard in the Vinho Verde, it's very close to the ocean. Okay. Uh, less than 10 kilometers to the ocean. And we try to make a very light and very delicate Vinho Verde. Uh, it's made with the, the most important red variety from the Vinho Verde, it's the Vinhão. Mm -hmm. Here represents almost 90% of this uh, wine. But after, we, we also uh, uh, use the Burrasal grape variety. Okay that uh, is much more open uh, in terms of color because the Vignon, it's dark inside. It's one of the grapes, Vignon, Alicante Pouchet, that are very dark, also the, 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 the juice. juice, not only the skin. Right. Uh, and we also uh, mix a little of white grapes to help uh, to, be, to, to, to create a more delicate okay. red. And we, we also uh, use some Loreiro grapes. And we pick all together, and we we decide to to make a, a very short time of uh, maceration, and we pressed very quickly, and the most part of the wine, the fermentation took uh, took place in a stainless steel, but all, already only the juice, only the juice, not not the right. not the skin. That's why it's more open uh, in color and more delicate, not so astringent okay. as a usually and traditional vignon. This is our vintage 2016. 2016. Well, it was a pretty delicate color, huh? Yes, yes. Very. If it was fermented all with the skin, it will be much darker mm -hmm. than uh, this one. Yeah, I mean, really delicate and pretty. More than rosé, but not like even as... It's almost like a delicate Pinot Noir color. Yes, 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 yes. But it's a Vignon, Burrasal, and Loreiro. Mm. Well, very spicy on the nose, yes. but fun kind of light yes, fruit. Yes, yes, yes. And I think we feel some some saltiness also in this wine because it's so close to the Atlantic that we feel this. And this, uh, with the time, with the aging, we will feel more and more uh, in the future. If I were drinking this wine completely blind... And I couldn't see what color it yes. was. I would think that's a white, well, white wine. Yes, sometimes it's, people, it's they say that, this, they say this. It's got that fresh, uh, that very fresh, uh, yes. uh, almost like mixed citrus kind of yes. acidity mm -hmm. to it. But it, again, it's backed up with that little delicate, almost uh, almost like Gamay. It's got yes, a little bit of that black pepper. More, yes, yes, yes. Um, but wow, it's... I think it's delicious and uh, mm -hmm. it's very pleasant. And it's a very versatile wine that we can drink it like this or shield or uh, it's very versatile. Yeah, it's, um, I could see this going with, like you said, with fish yes. or with white meats. Yes, yes, yes. Or, or pork or stews. Mm -hmm. Wow, really for dynamic people, and interesting. For the people that, that they don't like a very powerful red. Right, right. That they prefer a more delicate one, more lighter and... I think this is perfect. Yeah, this is lovely. I mean, balance, it's, 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 this is a cerebral wine, mm -hmm. and this is a wine that really needs, needs to have food with it, yes, though. Yes, yes, yes. But for example, in the tasting yesterday, I was presenting the, this wine, and some people, they say, oh, wow, this is so unique. It's so different from the, what we are used to. And it, it's true that, um, 
For me, I'm very happy because uh, for me, the traditional red in Vinho Verde is very hard to drink. Right. But this, this is, uh, I think it's, it's much more easy and much more delicate and it's a very pleasant wine. Do you have a separate winery in Vinho Verde or do you bring the fruit back to Dao? To well, in this case, I took to the down. That's why I, I can't release it as a Vinho Verde doc. Oh right, because the, you don't vinify yes, it yes, there. Yes, it is. Is it's it, it's a table wine. So just vino tinto. It's vino tinto. I can't put the name of the grapes. I can't put the vintage. Interesting. Because it was made in our uh, winery in the down. Right. Yes, but we put the the lot number. We we put here the vintage. It's VT sixteen. It's the vintage. Oh, so it's, it's even bottled as a non-vintage, but you put a code on yes, there. Yes, 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 because it's a table wine. Interesting. Now we we go are going again to to the down region to our our red. Uh, also like the the first white. Uh, it's also a field blend with all these grape varieties that are written in the front label, and this is our this is the wine that we made in more quantity. Sure. Uh, here we have some of our old, older uh, vineyards, but we have also some younger vineyards because it's the wine we make in more quantity. Uh, but I think it's a very also very. Uh, uh, a beautiful wine that express very well our philosophy and our our region. We don't use any barrel uh, in, in no barrel no barrel in, in all the wines that we taste. No barrel. We prefer to to work uh, cement and stainless. Then yes, or cement we don't have now. We will have in the our new winery that we are going to build okay. because we need to rebuild the, the warehouse. Yeah. And we thought, well, if, as we have to rebuild the warehouse, we are going to put also the winery all in the same place. Because now we have the winery in one place, the warehouse in another place. Oh, so it makes it, yeah. And this is not so practical. And uh, in when we start, and we have to start this year to rebuild the warehouse, we are going to, to, to build also the winery there. And we are going to, to have some concrete tanks. And also, we will have our traditional lagadish, you know, the, the big, the, the the big like uh, giant to stomp yes, the grapes. Yes, in. yes, yes, because this is tradition from, from sure. our region. And you know, the house where my my uh, my uh, my husband was born that was destroyed with the fire. In the ground floor, there was uh, tanks. They had tanks, uh, cement tanks, and also some lagadish. Yes, oh, thank you. Yeah, so. We have a much deeper color now. Yes, here we have a much deeper color in this wine. More purple. Uh, and... It was aged in stainless steel for three years. Here, the main variety is Toriga Nacional, that it's the mm -hmm. one that we have in more quantity. But after, we have a lot of Jayan, a lot of Alfocheiro, and Tinta Roriz also. And after, the others in these wines, like Rofete, Baga, Tinta Carvalho, Camarat, they are in less quantity. Sure. Oh, that's pretty. There's, there's this really cool, interesting, nice floral notes. But in the background, there's like these roasted meat kind of aromas. You said this represents your philosophy. Yes. Well, how, how, how do you mean? Because it's the wine that it's uh, it's uh, the wine that is more representative of our vineyards because the most part of our vineyards with red grapes they are in this wine, except uh, two or three parcels that uh, are 
for uh, special cuvées. All the others, they, they are here. Mm -hmm. And um, it's, a, it's a wine that for me represents a lot our, our landscape, that it's very wild with all the forests that are surrounding the vineyards and all the herbs and the grass that we have. We, we, we never take the grass from the soil. We do a very, a very a, a living agriculture. It's all organic, biodynamic. We have animals in the vineyards during the, the winter time. We have a lot of grass there. We, we control it, but we don't take it away. And uh, we have a lot of, of herbs that are in the vineyards, a lot of flowers. And I think all these, I think I feel in this wine. It's like, uh, for me, when I, when I have this wine, I think I'm, if I close my eyes, it's like I'm, I'm, I'm walking in the, in the forest and after I find the vineyards and I see all these rosemary herbs and all these small bushes and the, the trees. I think I feel this in this wine. It's something, you, know, you, you look at the color of this wine and you kind of think, oh, this might be big and hearty and rich. And it's not. It's light and yes, finesse yes, yes, and yes. lively and yes. vibrant. And, yes. But it does have those herbal complexities. Yes. And uh, this is clearly an old world wine. Yes, it's, yes. Um, and some really earthiness that I, I feel also in this wine uh, that I think it's beautiful and it's very representative of, of our land and our philosophy of working and uh, this is 2014 vintage, that it was one of the coolest vintage that I remember mm. since we start. Uh, in 2014, we almost had no summer. It was very cool. All the, the summertime was all, the, all very cool, very fresh. And usually the wines in the down, the reds, they are fresh. But I think in 2014, they were fre even fresher, fresher, we say mm -hmm. fresher, mm -hmm. than usually. Mm -hmm. Yes. What's the future? Well, the future... <laughs> Well, now we... Well, you need to write your own future now. Yes, yes. And we need to reinvent ourselves after what happened with, the, with the, all the lost. We need to, to re reinvent our, ourselves because we will, we will have this, this year, this, maybe the next two years, it will be very chale challenging for us because we need to rebuild. Not whole, but a big part of our of our vineyards and the cellar and uh, it's a lot of work but we want to continue to experiment and uh, we did this year for the first time some reds without sulfites that uh, mm. uh, but Been a little nerdy <laughs> yes uh, <laughs> but we used the uh, chestnut flower because it's uh, there was a, a work in Portugal they were studying the, the, to try to replace the sulfites by chestnut flour. And uh, we also know some produce, a producer in Vinho Verde region who was the first to experiment with very good results. And we decided also last year, well, to take this, uh, this uh, step and experiment one part of the reds without sulfites and try to use... We experiment with it like uh, the same parcel, uh, one uh, one tank with sulfur, sulfites, mm -hmm. and the other tank without and mm -hmm. with chestnut flour. And now we can see the difference and sure. we are very happy with the results. Interesting. Well, your wines are, are delicious, what you're showing here. They're wonderful wines and I, I highly encourage my listeners to go out and track down some of your wines to support what you're doing going forward. Uh, 
Sarah Dionisio from Antonio Lopez Ribeiro Wines. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you very much also. It was a pleasure. For John's tasting notes on the wines from this episode, go to www.thehonestpoorpod.com. Make sure you catch every episode by subscribing to The Honest Pour with John Lennart at iTunes, Stitcher, or the Google Play Store. Also, be sure to like us on Facebook at The Honest Pour with John Lennart and follow us on Twitter at The Honest Pour. This has been The Honest Pour with John Lennart. Music by Kevin McLeod. 